Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. Hey everyone, welcome to Buzzing About Romance. I am Becky and joining me for this quick shot of romance is podcast contributor Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hey, Becky. <laughs> um, so... On this episode, we are reviewing a book of a first book one in a series that Rachel's been trying to get me to read for, I don't know, the year and a half that we've known each other now. Yeah, accurate. <laughs> you are always Pretty much like, ever since I read it. You're always like, what about Devney Perry? And I'm like, um, okay. Which I suffered a horrible book hangover because of you this weekend horrible Good. and we talked about we'll talk about it on sunday's episode leah and i talk about it on sunday's episode because <laughs> but i'm blaming you for my book hangover um so on, I'm, I'm not sorry i'm i'm not i'm desperate <laughs> now for the next book in that series like desperate i know i know she cannot write fast enough for me i would sell something to get my hands on that story um and after I got done reading the book, I went online to Amazon to make sure I had pre-ordered the third book. And I had, like, back in January. <laughs> so, like... That's hilarious. Because <laughs> you like the first one. Right. So I went, I had bought book two, and then I pre-ordered book three, like, right then. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? Anyway. Um <clears throat> So on this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, we are reviewing Steel King by Devney Perry. This is book one in the Clifton Forge series. It was previously known as the Gypsy King. Yeah. But she did a rechange when she realized that the term of gypsy, um, it is, uh, it's really shouldn't be used. It is um, degrading Correct. to people. So kudos for her because she changed. As soon as somebody said something, she quickly changed the names of those. So I give her mad uh, props for that. Yep, changed the book and the series name. Yeah. Um, okay. So Rachel, read us the synopsis from Goodreads. <clears throat> okay. The former Clifton Forge Montana Motorcycle Club has everyone in town convinced they've locked their clubhouse doors and ripped off their patches. Everyone but Bryce Ryan. There's more happening at the club's garage than muscle car restorations and Harley rebuilds. Her instincts are screaming there's a story, one she's going to tell. As the new owner of the small town's newspaper, Bryce is hungry for more than birth announcements and obituaries. When a woman is brutally killed and all signs point to the club, Bryce is determined to expose the members and their leader, Kingston Dash Slater, as murderers. Bryce best dash, dash match after match, disappointed her rugged and handsome opponent turns out to be an underwhelming adversary. Secrets are exposed, truths defeat lies. Bryce is poised to win this battle in a landslide. Then Dash breaks all the rules and tips the scales. One kiss, and she's fighting to save more than just her story. She's fighting to save her heart from the Steel King. So the release date on this is October 29th of 2019. Tropes are adversaries to lovers, opposites attract, small town. Um, there is a romantic, a suspense element to this story. It's motorcycle club light. 
because it is a defunct club like they aren't really an active club right right um okay so something new that we are now doing in quick shots of romance we will let you know what book this uh this what series this book belongs to we'll also let you know if this is one that is a series of standalones or if this is a series that must be read in order um or like if it's one that is a really big world encompassing world and you might need to dabble into some previous books to understand what's going on in this story um so this is book one in the clifton forge series and this is a series so the type of series that this is is a series with an overarching storyline and these must be read in order yes definitely it's a different couple for each book but you need to read them in order. Yeah, um, because there is a murder that takes place and you read about it in the uh, synopsis that at the end of book one is not solved. So I forgot that it wasn't solved. <laughs> oh, you weren't? <laughs> nice. Nice, my friend. Uh, the murder is not solved at the end of book one. Um, and the main suspect is still the main suspect at the end of book one. Mm-hmm. So put out percentage on this book is 31%, but there is kind of, because it's adversaries to lovers, there's a lot of chemistry, but there is a little bit of a slow burn aspect to their relationship. Yep, I would agree with that completely. So let's talk first about Dash. He is the son of the man that started the motorcycle club. He is the former president, and as the club was shutting down, he was one of the main people responsible for shutting it down and moving away from what they had done previously. And they did typical motorcycle club, drug running, um, I don't know, mostly just drug running, right? Protection. Mostly drug running and protection type detail. Yeah, uh, but they also ran a uh, garage and made the choice that the garage needed, you know, that they could live comfortably yep. running the garage, that they didn't need to do the drugs and stuff like that. And I think really the catalyst in that was his mother was murdered. Yep. His mother was murdered in day broad daylight in front of their home when they were teens he and his brother yeah and then there was also an incident with his brother's like girlfriend fiance that it happened in a different series but it was mentioned in this book that like that drove his brother away from their family like he wanted nothing to do with them which I can't blame him. You know, his brother never, his brother has a garage in whatever town they live. And I think they're the Copperfield series, right? Yes. Um, uh, Copperfield Valley. Okay. Jameson Valley. Um, Jameson Coppersmith farmhouse is the book. The Coppersmith book farmhouse. <laughs> um, I knew that it was copper something. I was like, I know the word copper was in there somewhere, but I can't blame him for that because the intensity I mean, these men meeting Dash, meeting his dad, meeting his best friend, these men are intense. Yes. Yep. And 
I think his brother was older too, like saw what happened with his mom and was like, you know, I'm out if this doesn't stop. And he left town. He does not live in the town and he doesn't really have a great relationship with his dad. He just has stayed in connection with his brother. Yep, exactly. So uh, I think all of that drove Dash to kind of want to go legit. Yeah, to go legit, to just run the garage. Um, Dash is very much the stereotypical, strong, silent type. Actions speak louder than words. Yes. Um, he is a force. He is. I mean, he's a great yeah, character. He definitely but... is. Well, and like, what are your thoughts when he's on the page? For him to be like, I was prepared for him to be like more of a villain. Yes. Like, because he was built up in like Bryce's mind as such a villain, and he just like refused to be one like he definitely didn't want to help her or any of that but he was a good guy and I was just I don't know I wasn't expecting it he was a really good guy and he's very smart he's very thoughtful and he's always thinking two and three steps ahead but I'm sure that comes from the past of what they did with the motorcycle club um but for sure Bryce has left. So let's talk about Bryce, the heroine, a little bit. Um, she left her job in Seattle. She was an evening local news anchor. Um, and she left her job to return to small town Montana because her father had bought a local newspaper. Her father had been a journalist um, in one of the larger cities in Montana and was looking to retire and slow down and bought a small local paper in Clifton Forge. And um, Bryce just wasn't happy in Seattle. Being a news anchor, she didn't feel like she had a life. Her dreams were slipping away from her. And that's something, too, about this book. The characters are older and are mature. Yep. Because I think he's 38 and she's 34, 35. Because she talks about right they're definitely in their 30s yeah and she talks about her life slipping away and you know the things that she thought were going to happen she wasn't dating in seattle because her hours were so screwed up because of the newscast and all that stuff um so she quit that job and moved back to to help her dad run the paper and um so you know being a journalist she's inquisitive by nature but she does tend to have this chip on her shoulder that she has to prove herself yep exactly and that drives a lot of her decisions yeah at the beginning of this book well she gets she gets the idea in her head that she is going to write an expose on the tin gypsy motorcycle club like she doesn't think they're really gone away Yeah, and she thinks that there's no possible way there's not a story. Like, there has to be more than they shut down and just run a garage. There's no way they could be the good guys. Right. And she is so convinced that there's a story. Like, she has come up with this whole plan. And she's going to find where all the bodies are buried. (laughs) Quickly, her plan changes. 
because after a meeting with the um, local sheriff, she takes a minute and steps into the bathroom. And as she's walking out of the washroom, um, she overhears two officers chatting and hears that there's been a murder at the local motel outside of town. Yep. And that and that murder has also the number one suspect is Dash's dad. Yep, Draven. Draven. And it's I mean, she has great instinct when it comes to being a journalist. She definitely does. I I agree with that. But um, I think she also, which since we know like we're getting Dash's point of view and we're seeing all of that. She almost almost was like blinded by this need to expose them for a little bit there. For a lot of the book, actually, even as they're coming close together, she's still digging and convinced that there is something more there. And I don't know that it isn't until probably 60% in that she actually believes Dash, believes when he says, you know, because of course Dash is holding the line that his dad is innocent. There is no way that his dad mm-hmm. murdered this woman. And um, and Bryce continues to dig, like, what is their connection? And Bryce even goes against Dash and his dad after they agree to work together. She goes against them to keep digging. Yep. And it's there I are was some moments with her. She is a very frustrating, although I could totally relate to her. She was not a fan of laundry. Like she lived <laughs> out of a laundry basket. <laughs> and there is a fantastic like, relatable. Yes. There's a fantastic scene between her and Dash where she comes home and he has piles of laundry. <laughs> He did her laundry and folded it so it can be put away. I was like, that's a keeper right there. Yes, completely agree. I wish my husband would do that for my laundry. (laughs) Don't we all? Um, Okay, so this book has the overarching storyline of the murder. Um, But it's not... So sometimes in romantic suspense, we will get a story that is so focused on the crime or the, you know, the outside angst that we lose sight of who the hero and heroine are. That did not happen in this. No, not at all. I thought she did a very good job of balancing the overarching storyline with the murder and everything that went along with that with the two of them building their relationship and you actually got to see the relationship even if Bryce was focused on exposing them and figuring out the murderer and all of that it didn't overshadow her and Dash's like build them building their relationship I'd agree um the only thing that I think because it's an overarching storyline um and it's not going to be solved in this one book. It did create a couple of pacing issues within the story. There were a couple of times that I was like, are we going to move forward? Cause, and again, when I picked up the book, I didn't realize the murder wasn't solved. 
get to book one. Oh. Um, and so it does, as a reader going in, it can create some pacing issues within the story. Um, but it wasn't terrible. It's just one of those little things that you're kind of like, what? when are we going to get to the good stuff again? Like, uh, <laughs> But she does do a lot of world building in this book also, which can create some pacing issues. Because we have to figure out, one, what Clifton Forge as a town is, and also who are these men of the club and who you know how does Bryce play into this and what is she going to play into the future and there are other characters they've got to bring into there's some other female characters and um I really does the secretary or the manager of the garage does she get a book she does oh thank goodness thank you goodness yep she gets a book and it was yeah I feel like basically everyone you'd want to get a book gets a book. I think her name is Paisley, right? In that series. I think her yeah. name is... Or Presley? Presley or Paisley? Presley or Paisley. I, like, could not remember. Yeah, it starts with a P. Natural. Um, I forget names. Yeah, I wanted to, like, dick punch her fiancé. And we hardly had any interaction with him. But it was enough that I'm like, oh, I Oh, yeah, she gets a book. And it's not with that guy, so... Great. You're Good. welcome. <laughs> Good news. Um, another thing in this book that might bug some people is there are lots of secrets kept. Like Bryce is keeping secrets, Dash is keeping secrets, and there are lots of lies of omission between the two of them. Um, and typically you don't love that, but it works in this story because of the world building. But it it makes sense even when i was frustrated and like just freaking tell each other the truth like stop tiptoeing around <laughs> it it made a lot of sense yeah it works but it is one of those things that i just like to prep people and prepare them for the fact that that yeah. might drive you a little bonkers in this story cuz there there's a lot yeah and some like big ones yeah it all gets resolved though between the two of them i should say yeah that's the only thing that resolves the two of them nothing else (laughs) everything else is left undone now you have to read book two um okay is there anything else you want to bring up about the story no just that if you are unsure after book one i highly recommend continuing on in the series okay it's worth it it's worth it okay so rachel did you like this book i loved this book how Um, about you i really enjoyed it it is early in her catalog i think this is her second or third series that she has done in her writing career um and she's only been publishing i think since 2017 and this came out in 19 so it's kind of an earlier story. Yeah. I think she, cause I'm now reading her new series, the Edens and she's come a long way, <laughs> but it was really good. I did like it. Um, but I will give some grace mm-hmm. because it's a little older in her backlog. Um, who would typically like this book? I think fans of romantic suspense or people who are looking to maybe get into romantic suspense because it's not like your typical romantic suspense, I would say. 
Yeah, a lot of times romantic suspense will be very heavy in law enforcement or very heavy in military. military, And this is not. Um, This book in particular is very much like getting to know the players that the murder has happened around and to and kind of they're all Mm -hmm. victims of this murderer. And you get that more in the story. Um, but I don't want to spoil it. So I think that this is a great, it's not a light romantic suspense because you're in for what, six books, seven books. Right. It's just not like typical. Yeah. So if you you find out about the murder earlier than like the sixth book. Oh, you do find out who the murderer is. Well, you find out who didn't do it. Okay. Thanks for being really, really not vague there. No, but like, there, okay, as you go on, there are multiple suspects. Oh, okay. And I don't remember which book you find out, like, who did it or who did not do it. I got it. Yeah, there's multiple suspects. It's not just the one suspect in this book. Yeah. Um, I think, like you said, kind of, if you're looking into romantic suspense, if you like, um, you know, if you, you know, like a mystery, but don't necessarily want the military police type feel to it, this is a great way to kind of start into it. It has a little bit of a thriller vibe to it. And mm-hmm. Dash and the other motor- former motorcycle club members are not really anti-heroes, uh, they're all fairly lullabiding now. So um, they have some darker moments, but not really. Not at least in this book. Yeah, I would agree, especially not in this book. But as you go on, you'll find that some people maybe didn't really agree with shutting the club down. So uh-huh. that adds for an interesting element, too. Interesting. Okay. Um, would you recommend this book? I would definitely recommend this book and have recommended this book. (laughs) We are reading this book because Rachel has recommended it so many times that I was like, okay, let's read this. (laughs) Um, I would recommend it too, especially if someone's looking for to devour a longer book series. It's nice when you can get into a book that's five, six, and seven that really carries through the entire series and, Book one starts with a bang and I'm invested. I have book two on the Kindle, but I will get to it. I'm just, you know, you know me. I go all over the place. A mood reader. I'm the worst. (laughs) But I was excited because this was in my TBR jar. So I got to take another title out of my TBR jar. There we go. See, it's exciting. Um, Okay. Do you have a book you think we should review for a quick shot of romance? Uh, send us an email at thebees at bookcaseandcoffee.com and we will add it to our list. If you are an author listening to this podcast and are interested in having us consider your book for one of our episodes, you can submit a review request on our website at bookcaseandcoffee.com slash review request. Um, Rachel, thank you so much for joining me and for recommending Steel King. <laughs> thanks for reading it you're welcome now i have to read all the others you're welcome (laughs) until next time everyone happy reading
Find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.